everyone to the Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turka. So glad each and every one of you have decided to make us a part of your week. We'll get a good one in store for you this week. We're going to be talking about the games we've been playing, including Gears of War 4, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, that is. Uh, we're going to talk about the family on Netflix. we got a surprise announcement of a new He-Man in the Masters of the Universe series. Talk about some music, a little bit of absolute carnage, and, of course, a podcast recommendation for you at the end of the show. But to break all that down with me, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's up? A very special podcast announcement. So stay tuned to the very end of the show. And best Nicolas Cage movie ever. Go. Face Off. No. Why does everybody like Face Off, man? <laughs> it's because it's like so stupid, classic Nicolas Cage. What do you, <laughs> so, I mean, Con Air, I guess I'll throw in there too. Dude, I love that era. Nick Cage. Like that is just. I'll give you The Rock. The dumb. Rock is. Well, yeah, but see, I the think rock The Rock is, is actually somewhat good. See, but, like, but I, and, and the thing Con is, like, are just terrible, <laughs> so terrible, man. That's why think, they're great. I think The Rock is uh, Michael Bay, right? And I hate is, Michael yeah. Bay. Yep. But I have to give credit there, dude. Don't sleep on the Family Man. The Family Man is um, a great. My movie. wife loves Family Man. Great, great movie. Yep. But he's a vampire. Reason, he's a vampire. So it's crazy. It's gonna last the reason forever. I brought that up is because uh, our buddy Bill sent me a digital code for some terrible <laughs> Nick Cage movie and it just got me thinking like I, I looked it up and I think on Rotten Tomatoes it has a 9 <laughs> <laughs> worse than the Emoji movie currently yeah. the worst movie on Rotten Tomatoes did you watch I, I don't know if you and I were texting back and forth when this was on it was probably like 3 or 4 months ago we had recorded a documentary on one of those random like shows that show or channels that show like just random movie documentaries and things and one was about Nicolas Cage and like his downfall and how he was just making so much money and just buying so many dumb things and like mm. just not even investing money just buying mansions and cars and then he just basically went bankrupt and that's why now he just does these nine ranked <laughs> movie or Rotten Tomato just, movies because he just needs money. Just anything to get a paycheck. <laughs> really? So I, I didn't know that. Him pretty much any, we could probably get him on this podcast and like just like <laughs> throw him a bone and he'd be fine. Wow. Crazy. But wow. Uh, what's up, everybody? Thank you here for tuning in. As always, quick little housekeeping before we get going here. Don't forget you can follow me personally on Twitter at Mark Turk. That's M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can follow the show on Twitter at The Enthusiast Life. And of course, you can email us, theenthusiastlife at gmail.com. Just like... Zachariah did and he said hey random request long time listener about the time the destiny alpha came out and he says i love the new show thanks so much for being a positive influence in the community so many people want to focus on the bad things and it's nice to get the complete opposite he said i did have a strange week request is there any way my wife chelsea could get a birthday shout out she is turning 30 and i'm just trying to surprise her with something other than just a card and dinner he said, if not, I completely understand. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Happy mm. birthday. That's and that's going to start a trend now. We're going to be doing that. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that a happy birthday from us is better than uh, dinner and a card from your spouse. What do you think of that? Do, do you think uh, us us giving the shout out on this podcast is better than... It depends on where the dinner, dinner is. Where, where, I mean, if you were going to take her to a nice like Taco Bell dinner, I don't think we can beat that. <laughs> But um, Cheesecake Factory, I love Cheesecake Factory. Do you really? You don't like. You want to know something? I've never been to the Cheesecake oh, Factory. Dude. You know what? If you go, you'll sit reading the menu for thirty minutes. Well, I heard that, and then I read an article Everything. not that long ago that uh, they they basically told you do not go to the food Cheesecake <laughs> Factory. Why is that? It is like the most unhealthiest restaurant oh, in yeah. history. It's like, ter- I mean, every restaurant is probably bad for you, but I think cheesecake takes it up to a whole nother mm-hmm. another level. But no, I've never been there. Yeah, wow, I man. think. But the only thing I know about it, I think it's hilarious. I think they still do it. Like all the uh, the servers are in like complete white. They mm. wear they wear head to toe white. I don't think so. We literally do. And this is no joke. We were literally there just the other day because for our anniversary, we got a gift card. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think our server was. I don't think. Really? I think they might have. Maybe they changed woman, that? I think she had like the white dress shirt with like the black dress pants. I remember a time they had, they wore white really? pants. Like that's the dumbest decision you can make in the restaurant wow. industry. Even like we we got a uh, gift certificate 
for like Christmas a couple years ago, and I think we still have it upstairs. We've never gone there, man. I don't know why. You got you know what? One yeah. of the coolest things is the they have like these pillars in there, and every time I look at it, it looks like the Eye of Sauron from Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? Look it up, people. So I'm saying it right now. And anybody listening to this, when you go to the Cheesecake Factory, you're going to see Sauron is just glaring at you the whole time you're at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> you could probably Google Cheesecake Factory Sauron, you'll see it. And what did he say? It was Chelsea's 30th birthday? 30th birthday, yeah. Downhill from there, man. Yep. Damn. Enjoy Happy it. birthday, Chelsea. And you know what? Take her out to dinner still. Get her that card, but surprise her on the way to dinner. There you listening go. Listening to this podcast. In the That's car, yes. That's what you do. Yep. But uh, all right, Chris, let's move on here. We got some big news. You know what that big news is? I'm guessing something related to Final Fantasy fourteen. You want to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen? I don't, but I have a feeling that, that that that's your big news. <laughs> it is big news. I have my subscription ran out. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't even know this was a subscription based. It is. Thing. It's an MMO. Okay. It's, a, it's one of the last subscription based MMOs. I didn't re up. How much is it? It's twelve ninety nine, and okay. that, that's not the issue. The issue is I'm oh. we're looking down the barrel of. Video game release season. Madden is out. Madden saw his okay. shadow. So that means we are now into the fall video game season. <laughs> the Madden okay. saw his shadow. So we need to push forward here with video games. And so I said, you know what? I need to make this conscious effort to hold off on finishing that. I'll get back to it. But I, I got to just play some other things. Like Gears of War, or I'm sorry, Gears 5 mm-hmm. is coming soon. I never finished Gears of War 4. Finished it this week. I had to. I was like, man, I just, I, I was, I always made it about halfway through, picked up where I left off, trucked through it, finished it. Okay. So I played something else other than Final so, Fantasy 14 this week. So just because like games that are coming out, like you're not going to get Madden. No. Right? No. Okay. No, but Madden, Madden I, is always like the harbinger. He's almost like the, um, one of the, uh, the four horsemen, like of the apocalypse, but it's the video game fall apocalypse. Like when Madden comes out, you know, it's on like, all right, okay. here we go. We're going into the season. Games are going to start dropping. <laughs> we got to do this. And I, in gears is a game. It's a series that Chris, I mean, we've been podcasting for years. Mm-hmm. Gears was a big game back, you know, gears one, gears two, gears three. We were there for all those launches. Right. I had to finish gears, gears of war four. I got to be there for the story. So I did it. Okay. And then what's after that? I know like Borderlands is coming out. Like, do you have interest in Borderlands or, you know or no? Hold on. I know like we, we talked to like, you know, our buddy and he's all about it. I don't know. Like once you get to like the third game for me, it's just, you know, you haven't reinvented the wheel. It's just yeah. the same thing. Let's rewind a second and talk about Gears because it's kind of on okay. that same same note. Okay. So we even and we mentioned Michael Bay. Gears of War, mm. the series is the Michael Bay video game series. I always sometimes would say it's Call of Duty, but I think Call of Duty reinvents itself enough that okay. sure it's over the top and bombastic like a Michael Bay movie would be, but at least it's different. Gears of War 4 is just straight as true as you would want it to be to a Gears game. That's what it is. There's a few big moments where one, you're like in a motorcycle chasing behind a giant plane. Another one, right. you're in a giant mech suit. But in the end, it all still boils down to moving cover to cover, shooting guys, chainsawing right. guys, go through a door, down a couple hallways, go into a bigger, large space where there's all just randomly placed concrete blocks. Perfectly placed. Repeat again. Right. But it's still great. Like, it's still a lot of fun. <laughs> I you know? know. Why is that still great? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, listen, listen. I don't get- I'm not going to say this is a game that – here we go. I, w- I mm. probably would not be paying $60 for Gears 5, but the fact that Game Pass exists, right? and I just okay. get it. And yeah. Gears of War 4, I just played it because I got Game Pass. Like, dude, right. it is the best value in video games today. Like, if you right. if you own either a PC or an Xbox and you're not a Game Pass subscriber, you're doing it wrong. Like, that is what you need to be doing right now. You got it. There's no reason to not. No, I, I agree know. with that. I, 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 that's the only way I would play it because I, I don't. Yeah, you're, you now you're on game number five. Not many franchises that I can think of. You know, some obviously do get get to five games. This is technically it, six because Gears of War Judgment yeah, came out. Even. Right, right, right. So six games yep. without you know feeling redundant. And I think maybe like Mario is the one on top of my head that doesn't that that constantly felt fresh and new. 
what are you anticipating with this? If, I don't if know. after if after four games was 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 you, the... you play as a female in this one, her name's Kate. You're gonna play as her and it's kind of and you she was in your squad in Gears Four. That was the thing. Like I didn't know anything okay. about her. So I'm like, I gotta kinda know about this character. I'm not a deep lore guy with the gear series, but I'm digging it, man. It's still the locust coming out of the ground. You're shredding them mm-hmm. to pieces. There's, it's a very wet game. This game is moist. There's blood <laughs> and sweat and tears all over the place. Like that's that's what this. I'm playing it. I'm like this game is just gross, but I'm just loving. It. I'm like bathing in like the the blood of of uh, these like, locusts. It's crazy. At some point, don't you think you should take a different tactic to defeating these guys because you're on game six and they're still coming? So figure it out. <laughs> Drop the nuke or something, man. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you do. I mean, you get a little gun that shoots no, nukes, but it don't matter. No, I know. They're I know, still going to come. And and that's what I feel about, like, when we have this conversation with our buddy Bill about Borderlands, like, I, I wouldn't play it anyway just because, you know, I'm not in, into the video games like I used to be. But what's the draw for this game? Just the guns? Is it, is it just, again, like, an exorbitant amount of guns? And that's what you're playing for? Well, is it? Borderlands is kind of an interesting thing because it's it's very much like Gears in that it's almost like a timepiece, I think. Like, that's the thing. When you play Gears, games have progressed. A lot of games look, looked at what Gears did in terms of the cover system and all that right. and then made it better. Gears right. just kind of set itself in its own lane and continues to do that sure we right. talked last week that map editor that cool little you know three person like horror mode cool. you're gonna go through very cool and i think it boils down to playing with your friends you, you're mentioning borderlands that's what our buddy mm-hmm. bill likes to play with his friends so it's yeah, about okay. progressing your character more about having the conversation kind of the same thing like destiny when i would play that you know i'm right. playing with my buddies we're having fun we're, we're shooting the shit but we're yeah. shooting enemies as well like while we're right. doing it. that's just you're kind of having fun so I could see that my issue with Borderlands and maybe why my hype isn't there is I remember mm-hmm. back when we used to podcast, Borderlands 1, loved it. Like, because there oh was no God. game like that, right? Yeah, that we had yeah. ever really played. We were at the time podcasting. We had Mikey Newman, one of the writers. He's the voice of Scooter in the game. Like, it was just a very cool time. So we were very tied to the series. Borderlands 2 comes out. And, and a lot of people like that better. I actually like Borderlands 1 better, I think, just because, I don't know, I think it was more just the nostalgia of that time frame. But two, for me, the, the writing was just so forced and corny. And like that, mm. I think, is where I get turned off of like Borderlands 3 is that, as I think to that. Like when I played Borderlands 2, I was like, man, this writing is just so yeah. just dumb and over the top and try, almost forcefully funny. Where the first one didn't feel like it was that way. And so yeah. that's where I'm kind of expecting that with three again. And I'm like, okay. oh, man, I don't know. So in, in terms of Gears is like, are they saying this is it for them? Have they announced that? Or is it? Is, are you anticipating Gears going into the foreseeable future? I think they're just going to keep going with it, man. I don't think you think so? Know. And honestly, like, I think why I, I mean, enjoyed why this playthrough of Gears is I haven't played a Gears game in a long time. So like playing back to that style mm. where you're just going and just you know, uh, shooting a guy a couple times and the locusts are crawling on the ground. You go over and just like curb stomp their head. There's something about that. That is just fun. fun, Right. Right. It's it's this visceral, wet, moist, like death scene. (laughs) You get to just enjoy. I don't know. Now I'm dating myself, but is, is, has has Marcus Phoenix long gone? Is he still in these games? In gears four, you play as Marcus's son. You do come across Marcus and he is in your squad. For about like the last like half of the game, so he's not like dead in the franchise. No, 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 no he no. didn't die. In nope. okay, nope. All right, he's still rolling, which is uh, yeah, pretty pretty All awesome. Right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing too was I had mentioned a few weeks ago we were talking about Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. I did you know, and speaking of a game kind of set in a timepiece, kind of like just down to the classic old school game. That Marvel Ultimate mm-hmm. Alliance game is very much like those old ones, um, but I kind of. Force myself to sit down, kind of get into the characters and have fun with it. Um, I'm still to that point where I could play probably 35, 40 minutes and then I kind of got to bounce out. But I think that's really what that game's meant for. Yeah. There's multiple checkpoints that save. Um, you know, you're, you're coming across bosses rapidly. So you're just con- you can just play for probably 20 minutes. You'll fight a boss or two. You can step away and come back to it. It's, I think it honestly is like one of the perfect Switch games. Or, you know, I think if you were playing it on a PC or on a PS4, Probably or an Xbox probably wouldn't work as good because, right. like I said, it's not a game you can sit down and play for seven, eight hours. Like you just want to do these bite-sized bits. Um, and Scarlet Witch is the greatest character in the game. Really, bad ass man. Nice. She is the best. 
Really? I never in a million years would I thought that. Fired her up like when I unlocked her. I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna try just kind of this off the wall character, and she was badass in Endgame. You know, Infinity War. I was gonna that. say, I think I think she's taking Thanos out right now in the Ooh, other room. Yeah, she it, is. If you guys hear that, I'm sorry, my father in law is watching Endgame in the other room right now as we're in here recording it. Um, but uh, yeah, she is just murder, really murderous in that game. All right, I that's cool. It. Which is cool. That's like a different change of pace because you would just expect like Captain America, Iron Man, those guys to be the best ones. So it's mm. nice to kind of throw a little wrench into that. I and I'm I haven't unlocked Doctor Strange yet, but I can't wait to unlock him and then put those two together and it's just probably just going to be explosions all over the screen just Really? Mystic arts all over the place. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be cool. Nice. Nice. Uh all right, anything else on the game front? I mean, I know right now Gamescom is going on. Um there was a Destiny 2 Shadow Keep trailer that came out today i know there was some some buzz around that maybe we'll talk about that next week uh actually while we are recording this too, i want to point out to people because i know many of you out there are uh former guardian radio destiny uh players out there um i tomorrow actually as of this recording so when this comes out uh should be live at that point they're implementing cross save chris did you know this so like no. basically my character on the PS4, I can go play on the PC, which I am now going to main playing the game on the PC because it just looks gorgeous on the PC. Right. Everything carries over no matter where you wow. play. So you can jump back and forth. You can't cross play. So like PC can't play with PS4, but you can, you're okay. carrying over any progress you make on one platform carries to the other if you want to jump over. Mm. So you can play with everybody. Now, whenever you, if I wanted to play on PS4, go play with my buddies on PS4. Want to go play on PC with my buddies there, go play with them. And it's my same character, same weapon, same everything. Wow. Do you think awesome. that's coming at some point? Cross to play? play? To play, yeah. I mean, I hope so. I hope is, it does. Is it, is it, like, is it being talked about in video game circles and stuff? Or uh, Well, in terms really? of Destiny, everybody wants it. But, like, it's on Fortnite already. It's coming to Call of Duty. Modern Warfare, the new Call of Duty. Is oh, happen. okay. Right. Yeah. The only thing that the Call of Duty is going to do, and this is smart, and I think Fortnite does this to some extent, is it looks at your input device. So it'll know, like, you can play your PlayStation with a mouse and keyboard, so then it'll match you with a PC player with a mouse and keyboard. Okay. But if I All play right. on the PC with my controller, then it'll match me with the console people. I think you can open it up where you can just have it be anybody, but right. I mean, you're going to want it to be controller versus controller or mouse and keyboard versus mouse and keyboard, which is awesome. That's pretty that. cool. So hopefully if it, if Destiny ever comes, they would do something like that. Although, you know, that would be more for the competitive, like, PvP side. If you're just doing PvE stuff, you know, fighting bosses and that, you don't really... A lot of that stuff doesn't matter as much. Cool. Um, all right. Nice. Well, before we move on away from video games, let's talk about our sponsor real quick here. And, of course, that is our good friends over at GamerGoo. You know, GamerGoo is the antiperspirant for your hands. You put this on, it lasts up to four hours for those sweaty gears of war, those moist deaths of destruction. <laughs> it's kind of fun to say moist. That's why I keep saying that. Um, keep your hands non-moist. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can keep it, keep it dry for up to four hours. Uh, they got many different scents. Go over to GamerGoo.com. You can check them out over there. You get a free trial. If you use our promo code TELL, that's T-E-L, as the <laughs> enthusiast life. You can find that in the show notes. You can save yourself 10% off your order today. Chris, we did our GamerGoo final four last week right um let me ask you this if you sure. could have a ice cream flavor Ooh. flavored like a gamer goo yeah vanilla sugar <laughs> cherry blossom okay teak wood yeah cinnamon <gasps> orange or peppermint what what ice cream flavor that was flavored after a gamer goo scent would you like and, and right please don't eat gamer goo i'm just gonna tell you how that yeah, uh, we've established that in the past. I, I think I'm going vanilla sugar again. Vanilla sugar. <laughs> I think for anything you ask me, it's always going to be vanilla, vanilla sugar. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it. I love teakwood. That's my favorite, but I don't think a teakwood flavored ice cream mm. would be good. So I'd probably go maybe a vanilla sugar with a cherry blossom dip. Oh. Do you like dips? I like soft ice cream. I don't. Uh, dips are the worst creation I ever. <laughs> I love I love sprinkles, but I don't like I don't like the dips. Yeah, dips just make a mess. Dip. Uh, but yeah, Gamer Goo, put it on your hands, guys. It's an antiperspirant, so any of those you know hot, sweaty matches you're in, you will not be sweating. And I've said it before, like for me, I hate touching my phone. That's like my test when I have lotion on or anything. Gamer Goo will not leave a stain on your phone or a streak on your phone. So again, go to GamerGoo.com. You can try it over there. You can get a, a three-sample free trial. And uh, it's a great gift for that gamer in your life. Totally unexpected. I don't think anybody uh, that is a gamer would expect to get it. Uh, it's a fantastic gift. And if you do do that, use our code TELL, T-E-L, save yourself 10% off your orders, and be sure to tell them that 
the enthusiast life sent you and what you got you got one my, more? My, my wife always uh you know buys and sells stuff on like the facebook marketplace so she bought something over the weekend some like something for a, our, one of our kids and it we had to pick it up on teakwood boulevard did you really? I swear to God. Nice. <laughs> nice. GamerGoo represents. That's right. Awesome. So again, thanks to our good friends over at GamerGoo. Check them out. GamerGoo.com. Use our coattail. Save yourself 10% off your order today. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, <laughs> let's talk about some things that you've been watching. And, you know, I saw this show on Netflix, but I haven't watched it yet. Now, Which tell everybody that? what it is first. I'll, I'll give the, you the, the idea family. Yeah, the family. Yes. Okay. The family is a docu series. Um, I think it's maybe like six or eight episodes. And and from the the trailer, and I only watched the first episode, but the first episode so far is good. It basically is. In the beginning, I thought it was going to be like a whole bunch of con, like conspiracy theories, and then when you watch it, you realize it's really not. And the reason I thought it was conspiracy theories is because it deals with politics. And anytime you're dealing with politics, you're like, okay, this is like one sided, and but it goes back so far where there's there's this quote unquote family and the family is really like a religious cult that from every president since you know around the the Kennedy even like maybe a little bit before the Kennedy era they are i don't want to say they're in control but they are like kind of like pulling the strings of everything that goes on in Washington and the guy who um is kind of like behind it all in terms of the story, this story is, is the author of a book called The Family. So this this series is is played off of that. And he's interviewed throughout it. And again, when I first started watching it, I'm like, well, this is just this guy's interpretation of this. He just did some research on these this group. But he, I don't want to say infiltrated it because that's like the wrong term because it's like that, that almost insinuates that he got like behind closed doors and they didn't know who he was. They knew full well who he was. They knew he was a writer. He was a young kid at the time. And it's, it's, there's this mansion in Virginia, um, that 12 young adults, you know, I say like late teens, early twenties all live at, and they are called like, they're, they're like all brothers. And slowly they, they, he just lived there and he started realizing like all of these prominent politicians were coming and they were having their meetings at this house and they would do chores. They were basically, you know, I, I, I like servants basically like they, they did the lawn, they cleaned the house. The house was beautiful. And slowly you, they, all these people start coming around and he starts questioning what's going on. And never once did they shut him down. Like, don't ask that question, but it all revolves around the Bible and Jesus and God and stuff like that. Hmm. And <clears throat> The way it's presented is cool. It's almost like um, – would you see episodes of that like Locked Up Abroad? Remember that show, Locked Up Abroad? I do. I, we didn't watch it. No. But is it where yeah, – because like, within the trailer, it almost made it seem like it's a documentary. But then they show like a dramatized version of what they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Okay. That, that's why I say it's like that show. A lot of like those ghost the, shows we watch kind of do the same thing. Yeah, like they're acting it out. Yeah. But he, he's narrating it as it's happening right. and stuff like that. So. Yep. Um, the first episode just kind of gives you background information on it. It starts to get into the political stuff. And I think from here on out, that's where it's going to take off. But right up until like the current president, they, it doesn't matter if they're, if it's, it's not just Republicans, it's just Republicans and Democrats that they are like the, the hidden people in Washington that are really, like I said, like calling the are shots. Are they like the Illuminati? Like the something real, like, that. like the yeah. real Illuminati. Yeah, like it, it's almost something Crazy. to that effect. Yeah, like they're the silent partners of everything. Like they don't huh. want to be known, but they revolve it all around like religious aspects of it. Wow, it's pretty crazy right now. Yeah. So, and it's not just this guy who they're interviewing. They're also interviewing an ex brother. You know what I mean? So it's not mm-hmm. just him. And if he had a bad experience or something, him coming out and talking negative about them. It's also former members of this whole clan that are also like coming out and talking about it and saying like no this is very real this is really what happened and wow i don't know to what extent like they say they call the shots but it seems like they're they're really relevant so it's kind of scary like the people that are kind of in charge are kind of like almost like taking orders from this this group of religious netflix bringing like the the weird conspiracy documentaries and things over the last few months man you notice that 
They are, yeah. It's they, all interesting. They, I don't know, like some of that stuff, you know, you can take some of it with a grain of salt, but like I just love watching things like that. You know, it's if it's presented hmm. well and the information is good, then I'm all for it. Yep. You know, I'm sorry, so. Thanos is murdering people in the other room right now. I think you can hear that. <laughs> but but well, it's literally at the part right now where they snapped back and Thanos is attacking um, Avengers headquarters right now. I can hear it. I, I heard the cell phone ringing and vibrating on the table and then just missiles flying at Ant-Man. Um, what else? Great. We're watching something else too, so, right? And then and then there's something that just came out uh, called Diagnosis. This is interesting. You might like this too because, again, like you're in the – Is this that real-time <clears throat> diagnosis show? It's on TV or is that Netflix? This is Netflix. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it's Netflix. So, so um, this show is about this 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 doctor who also writes for the the New York Times decided to do something like kind of new in like the world of medicine, and she also uh, was a not a writer, but a uh, uh, what do you call him? Some like a, a person that they appoint a contact for the show House. Okay, so. Mm. She she's very she like she does both and she's like a doctor at Yale or something. So she had this idea to take because you ever watch house. I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you know I, I've, seen, well, I've like, seen a few episodes, but it wasn't a show that I was like we followed every week. Yeah, but it's a, it's and I watched a couple episodes and he takes on like the very extreme odd cases of right, people. Right. You know what I mean? So she had this idea to um, take people who had just people that could that did not get a diagnosis because for whatever reason the doctors that they're going to cannot figure out what's wrong with these people so instead of going doctor to doctor to doctor she will write a story in the new york post it'll go in the paper it'll go on their website go all over social media and put it out there for the masses to also get basically you're getting diagnoses from or diagnoses yeah <laughs> From 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 the public, hmm. for people who also have this problem. Interesting. It's very interesting, and and each episode is uh, like one person's story. And in the very first episode, this girl has just extreme pain problems, and and just it'll flare up out of nowhere. Very healthy girl, like young twenties, and she's been a doctor. What dude? The, the, the craziest thing that she has whenever she gets like these flare ups, I guess you want to call them. And she goes to um, a hospital and they take like a urine sample from her. Her urine is like jet black. Oh. Yeah, man. And she showed like a cup of like in a cup, like looked like coffee black. Huh. So and the doctors have no idea. So it's a it's combination. Not, and there's no blood in the urine. It's just it's straight black. No, the doctor said it. <clears throat> it is blood that somehow has like oxidized or something yeah. and black or whatever. But the doctors, for whatever reason, it could be they're just overworked and really not giving her the time of day to really look, like, dig deep into it. Uh Um, Or they're just, you know, they just throw their hands up and think, we don't know what's wrong with you. So she wrote up a thing and put it out on social media and boom, instantly people were saying, like, it could be this. It could – people who are, uh, you know, doctors, med students, just know about the medical world or people who have these other symptoms and – in the end, they figured it out. She had to go to Italy to get it figured out. Someone from Italy, a, a med student in Italy, read the article and wrote and said, I think you know we can help you out. So she flew over to Italy, got everything done for free over there, <laughs> and and figured it out. And, and it wouldn't have happened if they didn't put it out into, you know, if they didn't like crowdsource it, basically. Wow. Really, really interesting thing. Huh. And then they set up the – I haven't watched the next episode yet. They set up the next episode as a little girl who's like having seizures. And what the doctors want to do is just take half of her brain out. And they're like, okay, yeah, that will fix the problem. But she's going to have a load of other problems by doing it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I really want to see where that one goes because now they might be able to – this girl in the first one, all she had to do like when they figured it out, it wasn't like she had to have this big operation when they figured out what uh, her diagnosis was. She basically just had to change her diet. And she won't have these pain issues anymore. That's crazy. It's really, it's really interesting. Diagnosis. Diagnosis. All it's right, a, yeah, I'll check it out. A different take on like the medical field. So, huh. yep. Interesting. It's cool. Um, another show that will be coming to Netflix that was announced this week, literally out of nowhere. This I was absolutely oh shocked when I saw this one. Is there's a new He-Man series uh, coming to Netflix? Of course, He-Man. 
Uh, is it, they're actually calling it right? He Man, or it's I'm sorry, it's called Masters of the Universe Revelation, and uh, it's going to take place and I guess pick up right where the classic '80s cartoon left off. But the best part about this, the man heading this whole thing up, our mm. boy Kevin Smith. Yeah. How crazy is that, dude? And here's what he had to say when he, he put this up on Twitter. He said, I am eternia, Lee grateful to Mattel TV and Netflix for entrusting me with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but also their entire universe. In Revelation, we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. Brought to life with the most metal character designs powerhouse animation can contain in the frame. This is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid. Wow. Awesome, dude. They've already I gotta been go doing back She-Ra. And They've been doing She-Ra. Yeah. And so I, yeah. you knew it was going to be coming at some points. Like, if you can't do She-Ra and not have He-Man. And is She-Ra, does that one take off right when the... No, She-Ra's 80s, a so this is all brand new. new, much See, more grounded for kids. You know, it's not like for my daughter. My daughter loves it. It's like yeah. meant for her. Ten years old, ten year olds, yes. But. So and as there's so many questions. Like, do you do you think in the beginning when you told me that that it's taking right off from the '80s series? Like, I instantly was like, that's the coolest thing on top of Kevin Smith doing it. But in the end, does it really matter Person, that it's taking off from the '80s? You series? know what? I don't think it does. Um, yeah. Because in the end, I don't even remember how that right. ever exactly. ended. If you go exactly. back today and watch those episodes, what you actually see is not what you think they were in your head. That's actually yeah. how like, like I've told you before to go watch Voltron. Like that series yeah. gets so awesome and they actually delivered on what you thought in your head Voltron was when you were a kid. That's what mm -hmm. that show actually was and that's what gets me excited about this. If you go back and watch mm -hmm. Masters of the Universe or He-Man today, it's terrible. You know, oh like, god, it's even like, Ninja yeah. Turtles. Go back and watch Ninja Turtles. They're garbage. But like, uh, I kind of like Ninja Turtles. I do. But, I do too. Yeah. I totally like Ninja Turtles. But <laughs> this is like that. Kevin Smith is he's flat out saying that he's like, we're gonna deliver the story you always wanted to see, and like in your head when you think back to those epic stories, that's what he's gonna deliver, man. It's gonna be. See, great. I think like if if you go back and watch the very last He Man, did they know that was the last He Man? When they, they probably not, I don't, maybe yeah. they did, but it doesn't matter. If you go back and watch it, where, where he's going to take it, there might be like the first five minutes alluding to what happened at the end of the 80s series. And then he's off on his own. Hmm. I don't really feel like the, the 80s series is going to play that much of a role. Cause like you said, I don't remember what happened. I do want to go back and watch a couple episodes, but I don't remember them being like serialized. Like did, did each episode play off the previous episode i don't think it did no i mean so. i mean this was this is the era you know the mid 80s were pretty much and even ninja turtles the the uh late 80s early 90s ninja turtles all those series were built were to just sell toys the whole, right. that was the whole thing so they would come up with a new villain and that new villain was the toy you were going to see on the shelf six months from then like that's all mm -hmm. that was and so back then they didn't really serialize things other than Skeletor is the big bad and you know you'll right. see him every once in a while but that's it. It was just to sell toys, right. sell toys. Where now they have the opportunity to actually carry the story forward. Now He Man, I want to say, is it maybe IDW has been doing comics or somebody's been writing books here over the yeah. last probably five to ten years? There's probably been a few different series, kind of like what they do with like Thundercats and things like that. Um, I think that's so what I'm, it was. I think they did the He Man Thundercats like. So I'm sure there's other yeah. lore out there. And then and there was, of course, the movie, the Masters of the Universe movie that had come oh out, God. you know, live action movie, which is, you know, take that for what it was. But, you know, I don't think there's a big lore focus on Masters of the Universe. And, you know, potentially there could be something pretty awesome there. And I think Kevin Smith would be a great one to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And animation wise, it's going to be all up to date. Or is yeah, it going mean, to? It's what go... it seems like. I mean, he says, you know, the most metal character designs, powerhouse animation, who I'm not familiar with. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I would hope he does. I hope. And I hope this is like, you know, the Kevin Smith, Jack Black type. You know, or uh, what was Brutal Legend? Oh, Remember Brutal Legend? Brutal like, Legend. Give, give me yeah, that type dude. of like animation would be awesome. Just make it badass. Now and you didn't coming... watch. What's up? You haven't watched Castlevania on Netflix, have you? I have not, no. Dude, that is But a I've heard it's show. really good. It's I heard it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's yeah. not too long either. I think you can watch like, it's like 12 or 13 episodes total for both seasons. Yeah. But that's badass. So that, that I'm hoping that this kind of delivers on that same front where it's just mm -hmm. kind of adult. You know, it's not for kids. It's just 
delivering just a badass story would be great. Right. And this is coming when? Did they say? No. Nope. Doesn't say. All right. It says uh, he just announced it, a new anime He-Man for Netflix. So got to say, like, whenever you hear these things, like, I just felt, I feel like when we were kids and, you know, you'd, you'd get like a of information through some random magazine that you would read like it would take forever for something to like come to fruition stuff happens pretty quick now oh totally you know what i mean yeah so this is announced you know in august of 2019 i would probably say within like a year this will be here it wouldn't surprise me yep i think you're right man yeah yep Uh, and it's funny. I mean, we, when we talked was it a few weeks ago talking about just them being able to bring back all these old shows. You know, that's the cool thing about Netflix. And then here we oh. we're gonna live in an age when He Man's gonna come out again. You're, oh. you're gonna have kids running around like screaming. You know, I have the power, which is awesome. I hope you're gonna get the sword. Gotta because you know they're gonna re-release the sword. Oh, totally. Yep. Yeah. They'll to, do kind of yeah. like a Captain America shield and all that. They're gonna make like a badass adult sword, man. It'd be great. Oh, I can't wait. Um. One thing I did this week, I do want to talk about um, a experience or an event I went to this past week. My son was invited to his first hard rock concert this yeah. week. A friend of his who had come over a few times before we were in the car one day. I Actually, I think we went to our amusement park. Yeah. And uh, I was driving home and I, I had another rock station. The kid was like singing the songs in the back. I was like, oh man, you know this song? He's like, yeah, you know, I listen to music my, my parents do too. So the kid must have just thought my son was in that music too so they had extra tickets to go see breaking benjamin chevelle and three days grace yeah and so they were just going to take him and i was like you know my son's 13 he's never been to a show like that before yeah um honestly just didn't feel comfortable him going without me without you right and, and part of it was to... i kind of wanted to go i haven't been to a concert <laughs> like that in a long time because right. people that don't know like i used to be deep into hard rock to the point mm. where I was in a hard rock band singing mm. like, yes, hard rock is in my veins, my blood, even mm. Chris too, both of us. Oh, yeah. So I just hadn't been to a show like that in a while. I was like, man, I got to go with you. So we went and man, I got to tell you, dude, like it was just freaking awesome. <laughs> like sing the crowd that was there. Our, our place, it's a big amphitheater. So okay. for you up in New York, it's like SPAC, just like SPAC right. where there's a inside you can sit and then mm-hmm. there's a lawn, and actually, right now I hear the portal scene is happening. I'm like crying tears of joy. Oh uh, god! In, in Endgame, I'm trying, I'm trying to hold them back. Yeah. Um, but uh, that uh, it's it's an outside amphitheater, and dude, I think it held like somebody said 19,000 people, and over 18,000 people walked through that door. Like this show was almost wow. sold out. Wow. And I'm telling you, like for me, kind of my perspective, and maybe it's just because I'm kind of out of the music scene now, and I, mm-hmm. I don't really follow it so much outside of just listening to you know whatever pop station you know my wife and kids put on half the time like i'm just under the perception that rock and roll has kind of been going by the wayside almost Mm. i don't want to say by the wayside but you know it's not mainstream you don't hear a lot of people talking about these things man rock and roll is just as alive and thriving as ever man like the people in this audience were just so enthused to be there to see you know freaking hard rock band playing and every single one of those bands, I mean, you know, take them for what they are. I mean, I I actually enjoy all of their music. It's not like I go out of my way to listen to Three Days Grace normally. Right. I yeah. do now. After I heard I heard all those songs, You're I'm like, a fan? They've converted you, dude. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna say I'm gonna, like I'm not gonna buy the album. Of course, I got it on Spotify, but I'm gonna right. add them into the. I'm gonna start, you know, putting that thumbs up on on Pandora or whatever. <laughs> like it's, like yeah, man. Like they were right. kick ass. Rock and you you roll have is alive, to, man. It's it's here still. Well, the thing is, like, it's never it. it's never gone anywhere. Yeah, but no. you you have to you have to seek it out. It's not yeah. It, it's not the the like the time frame when we grew up, which is you know, twenty years ago, 20, oh, 25 years ago. There were so many bands like that that you could choose from that were good. Like the one hit wonder bands were good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean? and and now like they're just a dime a dozen, and it's all manufactured pop, is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you can make money on it, uh, they'll they'll buy by your look, uh, they'll put it out. Yep. So it's it's not yeah, it's not going to be on your pop channels anymore. It's you know shows like uh, you know American Idol and The Voice have ruined. Mm-hmm. rock and roll music 
know, you, you know and, I don't even know if it's that. Like, yes, that to some extent that's part of it, but I think also just streaming and the idea of just getting music for free through that or through YouTube or like you said, it, they, it's always the look. Which sure, video killed the radio star. I mean, that that's been going on mm. forever, you know, since the '80s, but. It just seems like music nowadays, it's all about, let's just come up with that poppy, catchy hit that can right. be completely mainstream. And that's the only way to make money, essentially. And that was what was, was interesting to me was like, you know, now you hear bands have to tour to make money because you're not going to make money streaming at all. Nobody's buying albums anymore. And like these three bands in the mid to early 2000s, I remember when every single one of them came out and loving them at the time as well. But, you know, they never would have toured together because they could tour by themselves with other bands where now it's like you have, they just have to, to tour together to get the audiences to come out. Like, yeah. I don't think if breaking Benjamin came to, came around with two other random rock bands, there would not have been over 18,000 people at that amphitheater. But because it was mm. all three of those bands, plus there was like two other openers that came as well. It was just like, Hey, here's hard rock in Charlotte tonight. There's nowhere else in Charlotte. You can go probably and hear music like this. And it was 20 bucks. And it was just mm -hmm. this big bombastic show, you know, all these people there and people were just loving it. Right. Um, I don't know, yeah, man. I, Music is just, it, it's in a weird place. It's, it, it really is. And, and I think, you know, streaming is the best thing to happen to music in a long time. Not so much for the musicians. Uh, it was like pretty much it, it, it's, it's what's made, you know, uh, music labels like sony like survive really yeah because you know record sales were just tanking um and and here's a this is a little bit long but i'll read it on because it's a great quote this is from dave Grohl, and he says when i think about kids watching a tv show like american Idol or the voice then think oh okay that's how you become a musician you stand in line for eight fucking <sighs> hours with 800 people yeah. at a convention center and then you sing your heart out for someone and then they tell you you're not good enough. Can you imagine? It's destroying the next generation of musicians. Musicians should go to a yard sale, buy an old drum set and get in their garage and just suck and get their friends to come in and they'll suck too. And then they'll start playing uh, and they'll have the best time they've ever had in their lives. And then all of a sudden they'll become Nirvana because that's exactly what happened with Nirvana. Just a bunch of guys that had some shitty old instruments and they got together and started playing some noisy shit <laughs> and they, they became the biggest band in the world. That can happen again. You don't need a computer and internet or, I, the, dude, or the voice. I was just going to say, not that music has become too easy, but it's, you don't need to play guitar anymore. You don't need to play drums. Yeah. You, don't need to, you just have to buy a Mac and it has garage band on it. You can put a bunch of right. loops and beats together and there you go. Yeah. You know, and then you can yeah. put rip off half your clothes and dance on YouTube. <laughs> well, you know, and it's, it's, it's like crazy. accessibility. Like everybody, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the rock and roll musicians are not that invested in social media and connecting with fans in that aspect like uh, the pop stars are. Yeah. So, you know, the, all, they all have like the fans feel like they are so much more connected with you know, your Drakes and, uh, you know, BTS, Katie Perry's the, and stuff. The like, yeah. Guys. Because, <laughs> because they're posting nonstop yeah. where someone no, like, right, yeah. you, like, like, uh, you know, the boss, you know, like Springsteen will post something maybe like once a month yep. and it's nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it was even funny. Even the, the stark contrast between those three bands we saw, I mean, three days grace came out. I guess the lead singer is no longer, the, or isn't the same original lead singer. It was it's oh, like really? now the bass player singer. And he was very, you could tell he was very goth, kind of this guy, and very just not flamboyant, but you know, he was kind of going around the stage and singing. And you know, it was great. Music sounded awesome. And then you had Chevelle come out. Have you ever seen yeah. Chevelle live? I have seen Chevelle live, yeah. Just three dudes, yeah. guitar, bass, bass, and drums. Guy came out, he's just like, hey, Charlotte, what's up? And they, dude, then they just proceeded for the next 45 minutes to literally punch you in the face with their music. Yeah. And it was yeah. great. Like the, right. there was no no flare, no flash, no nothing. And then you got Breaking mm -hmm. Benjamin, who personally, like, I like Breaking Benjamin, but I don't, I wouldn't have thought of them as a headliner. And you could yeah. tell, like, they they kind of had to go out of their way to pad their set. So they had moments where like the band would leave and the lead singers out there talking, or at one point the bass player is playing a song, and then at one point they did a twelve minute medley where they played Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Uh, Bulls on Parade by Rage, Bohemian wow. Rhapsody, um, 
what else? Uh, uh, like four or five other songs, all kind of. Oh, um, Enter Sandman, like this whole medley oh of songs. God. But it's like that's not something they maybe normally would do. But because <coughs> right. they had an hour and a half to fill, they just had to do that. So hmm. it was just. But it was like you know these three bands that are just you know hard rock, but just doing it in a very different way. So that was kind of right. cool to see that. Um, but you know, and, and, I don't know. And, and the thing is, it's tougher for a, a rock and roll band to stay relevant because the normal cycle of album releases is like four years in between yeah. albums and like these like pop stars they're pumping them out every year because if enough time passes where they're not in the spotlight they're, they're forgotten irrelevant. yeah yep. they're forgotten man and half the and, time and, dude they're not even putting albums out they're just putting singles out or little just EPs. something yeah that's all they'll do yeah dude if you go on it annoys me like i wish spotify for all as great as spotify is i wish they could come up with some logarithm to weed out like that music that I clearly don't listen to <laughs> <laughs> because in, in, on every Friday when, when new music comes out and you go into the new releases stuff, you are literally scrolling through albums and albums and albums of like rap and hip hop. They are releasing stuff like crazy. It's every single week. And yeah. it's because like you can just put it all out there and people will eat it up. Where, you know, and I I, ne I always forget, remember this, like, you know, my rock god is obviously Chris Cornell. And he, he said something a long time ago that still stuck with me. And he said, you know, when you, this is a different era. He goes, when, when Pink Floyd came out with an album, unless you went to go see them live, the only picture you saw of Pink Floyd was in the middle of the vinyl when you opened it up. When there's that band picture in the, yeah. like the center. That was the only time you saw the band. Or if you went and got a magazine or something like that, maybe there'd be a picture in there. And now it's just like the the accessibility is nuts, man. It's it's it, it's like music second. We're image totally first. being get off our lawn right now. You know that, right? And <laughs> and, and and I dude, I thought about this all the time. It's funny that we're saying that because I always thought as a kid, like we would go to Media Play. Media Play was the Media greatest was store the in the world. Yep. I would go there and buy nothing and just walk around. And I would think of that. I would think of like when I get older, I'm not going to be that type of person. But we don't change. The style changes. Yep. It's it's great. Like, I mean, there was I'm, something too, and and again, guys, I hate to keep saying you know get off our lawn or whatever. I don't want to be like that. We're just kind of reminiscing, and I know many of you out yeah. there do remember remember the days back in our day. When, but like, I remember going to Media Play. Media Play was like like a record town or or a Sam Goody. You know, it was just, Best uh, Buy. But but Best Buy more yeah. But they also had other things like Best Buy, where it was video games and geeky T-shirts and DVDs right, and right. stuff. Um, but I remember going there and like I would have twenty bucks. And it was like, all right, we went to the movies. So then it brought me down to like whatever, four, 13, 14 dollars. And it was like, I got enough money to buy like one album. What do I buy? And <laughs> all all you really had to go buy, I couldn't pull like look at an album and pull out my phone and get a review to be like, what is this sound? Or let me stream mm. some of it to, to sample it. No, it was let me look at this. Like, is this what yep. I want? And it was almost a gamble because it was like, let me buy this album. And then if you bought it and it sucked. Yeah. too bad but if you bought it you, it was you could trade it in for two bucks you could, yeah, right <laughs> but i would still sit there and listen to that album and usually in the end i would enjoy the album because you you would listen to it from beginning to end because you spent right, your money yeah, yeah. on it you had to now yeah. like you said chris you're scrolling through all these new releases not even giving them the time of day because it's nah. like what's the point <clears throat> no you know if it's something that you don't eat that doesn't even look interesting and even then even you may listen to it for 30 seconds and be like nah, not for me move to the next one and that's a lost art too, man. Like, like, like making a full album that people will sit down and listen to from beginning to end. Yeah, that doesn't happen either because we live in a crazy world where we are always on the go and we only have maybe time to listen to one five minute song, mm. and then and then we're out of our cars or we're on to the next thing. It's crazy, but man. I'll be, um, yeah. I you know, last week I actually went to the Beck show. In two days I'll be at a Slipknot show. Oh God! And I and I've I never go. seen them. I've never seen them live. Like I, I where is it? I had it's at Spec. Oh man, it's at Spec. Yeah, so um, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be. I cannot wait for that. Are like you inside that, or are you on the lawn? I'm inside. Oh I'm inside. man! <laughs> wow, it's dude. It's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty epic. Can't, I can't, so, so, all right. So next week we'll have to report on that. Then you can tell us next week. If I'm alive, if yeah. you survive, I, th the I, th slip I think show, I'm yeah. on the upper deck too. So if I don't get thrown off like the top balcony, nice. Uh, yeah, I'll be here with a full report. But it's stuff like that that just re it doesn't restore your hope. It's just good to know that there's still. 
that's what I'm saying. Bands man. like that out there. But you just have to go listen to them. You have to go find them. They're yeah. not. It's not dead. Rock and roll's not dead. No, no. It's just. It's just. I'm telling you, in, man. This show completely reinvigorated. Like, not that I had ever lost my love, because honestly, the I, we've said it before. I think we listen to a lot of podcasts now or audio books in my car. I've kind of just gotten to that point. But when I put on music, I usually put on Sirius. And I either mm-hmm. listen to Turbo, which is they, they're playing right. Breaking Benjamin. You know, they're yeah. playing all these songs, all these mid-2000s bands. Or I put it on Octane, which is more the yeah. newer stuff. But a lot of that stuff I don't know as much. So a lot of times I go back to Turbo. But like yeah. I, I kind of made an effort after going to the show to start listening to Octane more and be like, all right, what's the new? Like familiarizing home? yourself yeah, with I, I need to get yeah. back into the scene. I need to start just right, realizing. Right, right. And, you know, overall yeah. the show was great. My son liked Do you like it. it? He liked it. I mean, I yeah. think that even his friend was because his friend had never been to a show like that before. We brought up, I brought a blanket, you know, so we can kind of sit down between the bands. You know, at one point, both of them, especially during Breaking Benjamin, who went at last, just sitting down on the blanket. Cam, at one point, my son was laying down because he could see the screen because we were going to write I'm just like, come on, guys. But on top of that, people smoking like crazy, you know, and yeah. it, they're never really around that, these kids yeah. anymore. So it, it, it was. It was a little bit of a culture shock, I think, for both of them. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to go. I didn't want him going by himself because I knew that. And he was supposed to spend the night at his friend's house, but he wasn't feeling good, of course, afterwards. Because mm-hmm. Chevelle punched him in the face with the music enough, I think, that he yeah. he was kind of done. But I love every minute of it, man. You got to live through that as if you're a kid. You got to live through the next day not being able to hear. Exactly. Because oh, he you're... did. He did, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting the tinnitus, early tinnitus. It was great. <clears throat> All right, well, we're uh, running a little bit long here, uh, just kind of looking at what we have coming up. So real quick, uh, I mm. do want to throw a comic recommendation this week. Uh, it actually came out this past week. We talked last week about Absolute Carnage, uh, the first book that came out um, in that series. And they're doing some other just kind of either one-offs or just kind of mini-series around it. I want to throw out Absolute Carnage Separation Anxiety. And this book follows uh, Riot, Phage, Agony, and Lasher um, for the other symbiotes. And I think it's it says it's a number one, but the way it kind of ends, it almost seems like it could just kind of be its own deal. Dude, they this, do that all the time, man. The story that yeah. is in this, this little bite-sized story, is just horrific. It's mm. basically these symbiotes who are bound to a dog. A little boy finds the dog, brings it back to his house, and then the symbiotes proceed to come off of the dog and basically just murder the whole family, including the boy, and it's just... It's a mess, man. Like this, and this is, is Marvel. This is Marvel. Yeah, this is. Check this issue out. It's uh, absolute carnage, separation, anxiety. Um, you know, we we're so used to seeing lately Venom as just kind of, you know, what do they call him? The uh, he he defends the innocent, you know, and kind of does all that. The innocent defender or whatever that his tagline is. And you know, sure, there's something horrific about him, but he still is always kind of trying to be the good guy, right? This is the complete flip side of that. I mean, obviously, this whole series is going to be about Carnage, so Carnage is just murdering everyone as well. But to see these four symbiotes together, whoo. That's pretty cool. It's great. Great <laughs> yeah, I gotta issue. read that. Check that one out. It is uh, pretty it disturbing, I'll tell you. All right. Um, nice. Chris, you got a uh, podcast recommendation for us? Nice segue into the, the podcast recommendation. If you want some really deep dive into uh, many different areas of the comic book world, check out a podcast by our good friend, uh, Mr. Gary called, Hey, that's comics. Uh, it, there's only, I think he came out with episode three mm-hmm. recently. And, uh, he started out this, this podcast because he, the dude like loves comic books. Like we, we, totally we talk it. to this guy all the time and he's and, the one that basically, whatever we talk about on here, he corrects us afterwards yeah he like, listens what, to this show and then just is like yeah you guys got this wrong this wrong this wrong this wrong he's this like wrong, remember wrong. you ever watch like <laughs> it's still on like pardon the interruption yes at the yep. very end when they do the corrections the corrections like, yeah that that's gary gary is our um and it's not just with comic books where he corrects us but he's very knowledgeable in the comic book world like he absolutely loves and we typically stick with marvel he's you know he's he's all over the place so um, check out his, his new podcast that he started. Hey, that's comics. Cause, uh, it's really good. It, it's, it's, he's, he's new at it, but you wouldn't know that by listening to it. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing an excellent job. Um, very informative. And if you enjoy comic books, uh, that's kind of like a new fresh take on uh, the comic book world. Yep. 
I love he's, he's not out. numbering his episodes like, you know, episode one, it's, it's issue all, yeah. number three. Really issue good idea. Issue number two. I love it. Really good idea. Yeah. Damn it, Gary. You had to come up with that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes. And uh, yeah, Gary, he's doing a great job. And um, yeah, we wish him the best of luck. Yep. For sure. Gary's been a longtime listener to all the work that we've done too. So I want to send some love his way. So please check it out. Hey, that's comics. Uh, all right. Well, Chris, you know, we said last week we were going to talk about the extras on the Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. Did you watch any of them or no? I watched a good amount of them, but like when when the digital came out. So yeah. did you um, see the Stanley one? I that sticks, oh, dude. I that's I, the only I, one I've watched that about. so many times. It's yeah. So freaking great, man. Uh. It's it's basically like him talking and they're showing all just different scenes from kind of throughout oh, all the things. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just so great, man. It's just like and he is the he was the best. <laughs> no... and I think this is just like the start of everything we're gonna get like with Stanley like we haven't got like you're gonna get like the documentary about him you know what I mean and yep. and even even the comics like haven't really come out yet that are like dedicated to him you know what the best thing about the have you I mean reading comics now every single Marvel issue they pull an old Stan soapbox the soapbox yeah and so many of those are so timely yeah, I guess not even timely. I would say more just timeless. It's like these words of wisdom that he throws out there that you could, you know, that were just as applicable in 1968 as mm-hmm. they are today. Yeah, I mean, the guy was just a genius. He's, I man, he's he, he's just one of those guys that you you are going to miss for a very very long time, mm-hmm. and and you know, everything he's done, everything he's done will just last forever. Yep. It's insane. It's insane. I mean, what, but what's, watching what's the thing, a lot of people say like he's created like our modern mythology. You mm. know, like Marvel comics or just all the comic creations that he's done. That's today's like modern mythology. Mm-hmm. Hundred years from now, people will probably know who Spider Man is. You know, even though yeah, obviously right, exactly. it's an entertainment. It's it's he's he's the Walt Disney of our time, almost. Oh, he's absolutely. Just created a complete universe. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I don't wow. know. It, it it's a quick like seven minute piece, but it's. I I showed it to my wife and she was in tears at the end because yeah. <laughs> because you know when you when you like smile like too much when you watch a comedy and you're laughing like your face just starts to hurt. I don't know how Stanley's face just did not constantly hurt him because he was just nonstop <laughs> smiling and 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 that's what she said like after she watched she goes he 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 just like. You can't help but watch that, and you're you you feel bad, but you're smiling watching it just because he was just so full of life, basically. You know yeah. what I mean? Just I don't know. It sucks. It's I hate talking about it because you, you wish he was back here, but yep. I mean, ninety five he was. Yeah, well, he lived a hell of a life, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Nope. So, watch so yeah, it. go watch that if you guys got a uh, Endgame or if you know if you well, I don't know if you rent it. Does Redbox don't they do that sometimes? Redbox like if you rent the DVDs, they don't put you'll get like a specific mm. rental version of the movie, and they don't put that stuff on there. But um, it's yeah. well worth getting it. And you know, it, I'm you know at some point it's going to come to Disney Plus. I would love to know if any of these things are going to be on Disney Plus. Like, will, will there be audio commentaries oh, or uh, any of that yeah. stuff? You know, because I know like let's say The Simpsons <clears throat> is coming. If you mm-hmm. watch The Simpsons on FX now, which they had that like Simpson World or whatever it was called, you could get all those audio commentaries around the DVDs were available right. on there for free. So I'm right, almost right. wondering if they're just going to pour all that over and then will that just be standard? Because if they even bring that mm. stuff to the app, oh man, Chris, you know what we didn't talk about? Yeah. The the continued swirling rumors about uh, Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, I know. We didn't. That was the one thing I forgot to, mention, forgot to bring up, man. Well, because is it is it final? Is it not final? It's not confirmed, no. But uh, the only thing I just want to say on it is I hope they do do the Disney Plus series rather than the movie because mm-hmm. they can just explore a lot more. I think. It's, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, see, I thought it was like signed, sealed, delivered. It was like a. I don't think a thing. so. No, I don't think it is yet. So then, so then we shouldn't talk about it until because... until the Star Wars Twitter or whatever puts out right. that announcement. That's it's true. Not yeah, official, man. you didn't see that, right? That's nope. true. And we will not talk about it until. No, nope. you know what we can talk time. about though. You know what I booked this week? Oh, that's right. I totally forgot October about October eighteenth through the twentieth. Yes. Headed down to Orlando, folks. We're going so, to the Mickey's Not So Scary on that Friday, and then Saturday it's all Galaxy's Edge. So here's what you Booyah. can't do. 
tell me anything. Telling you everything. No, I, everything. I don't want. I don't want pictures. I don't want anything. Because then, then, then we'll have a big show. We will. I'm okay. going like a month later, and then we'll we'll do. Well, a, here's the deal. So there's yeah. a is it a four or five part mini series Marvel comic? Yep. Got to read that. Okay. And then there's actually a book about oh, really? Galaxy's Edge, and the characters that are in the comics and in the books are actually in the zone of the park. <laughs> Got to get through that before we go, man. Who does that? Like, what do it's they the not best. think of? How, how, I love that's it. Insane. I know. It's crazy. My plan is I think I'm going to try to get the audiobook, listen to a little bit like, mm-hmm. beforehand, but save myself like eight hours. And then the drive there, I'm just going to binge the rest of the book. <laughs> does your family have any say in what you listen no, to? No, I, I wear earbuds, that? man. When you're driving? Totally. Isn't that one, illegal? <laughs> I put one earbud in. It's fine. <laughs> I do, What's, I your license plate number? What's your license plate number so the cops can look for you? <laughs> I don't know what my car looks like. It's got oh, a big man. 500 first sticker on the back. Wear earbuds while driving. <laughs> oh, Dude, my I, God. I don't put both in sometimes, <laughs> but usually it's just one. Does it matter? Yeah. I mean, if we, you know, what, what am I going to hear? I can see you're a siren. What else am I listening for? Like a, a random wild cow that's going to come across the street and mooing? <laughs> What am I listening for? I don't know, man. But like, I just feel like if you have earbuds in, like that I just one. takes your. I put one like in the left ear, and then I can hear one. The, hear the... What? I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm I sure know. it probably is illegal. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be saying this. I'm mean, I'm totally gonna get arrested. Does anybody else do that? Email me theenthuselife at gmail.com. Nobody else puts like an earbud, one earbud, because my kid, I, the kids are going crazy. My wife's sleeping half the time. They they sometimes listen to like podcasts. I don't care to listen yeah. to. So how do you do that? How do you listen to in in one earbud? Do you have it. do you have the the window earbud in or the like the it depends. <clears throat> it depends. It changes. It's just because sometimes my ear gets sore from the earbud. <laughs> That's how long you have an earbud. Eight hours going to Disney, man. (laughs) Going to New York, it was like 14 hours. Just swapping, man. Oh, my God. Swapping ears. Oh, yeah, man. I'm downloading podcasts, like audiobooks, everything. And then I'm, boom. Don't talk to me. I think maybe if you depends on what state you're in, if you can listen to. I mean, uh, I know you're not like, supposed to have like both. Like when you ride a motorcycle, you're not supposed to have earbuds in. No, definitely like, obviously, not. obviously, a motorcycle you got to hear definitely. Um, but you know, one earbud, I don't, I don't, I don't see the problem in that. I just don't see the problem. I don't know, man. I'll get clarification. I'll I mean, what's, my, you, yeah, you could. I'm sure you know people you can ask. But I'll what's the difference company. of somebody blaring the music in their car mm-hmm. to wearing one earbud? What? About, okay, how about this? What about a Bluetooth <laughs> headset? People put one earpiece in. There is no difference. No, you can't even tell me there's a difference. Right? Well, no. The, the only difference is like you are having a conversation with somebody and not well, listening to. And so you're your, even more <clears throat> distracted. At least in this case, I'm just listening to somebody talking just like somebody would be in the earpiece. But I'm not engaging in the talking as well and crashing my car into a, a wall. <laughs> Because I'm distracted by You're talking. trying to defend yourself for I illegal totally activity is what you're It's doing. not illegal. <laughs> One earbud. I, but I think I, I think the argument would be it's yeah. just like wearing a Bluetooth headphone head thing. Yeah, I could see that. But but you don't know what you – like, yeah, but you're not listening to music through a, a, a I don't listen to music. Bluetooth headset. But the cops don't know that. Oh, they know. If, if, they, if you wear it on the window side and they see like the dangling down – they're I'm, you, it's my hands-free me, talking i'm talking to oh, my you don't mom. have a, so you don't have a wire hanging down it's, oh, a, it's a, so it depends. a sometimes i wear my beats but, but the beats are a little bit heavier on the ear so not always sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's what i'm wearing right now just a little one piece i, I wear a one piece <laughs> go, <laughs> to, all right we're going on too long about this email us the enthuslife yeah, at yeah, gmail.com yeah. i'd love to know what you guys think about wearing one earbud in your ear while driving. Now, I will admit to sometimes putting both in. I have done that. But generally, it is just one for the reason that I can just, because like I said, my wife falls asleep half time in the, in the front seat of the car. <laughs> and the kids are in the back, so, so I got to be able to engage. <clears throat> if but do you put in two only when 
people are awake in the car. You don't put two when people are sleeping, I hope. <laughs> no. Right? No. Okay. All right. No. It's not, and it's not too that often. It's only if they, if they start listening to something that's distracting me, then I become even more distracted by putting in two earbuds so I can't hear the cops. Right. Well, you have that car now that just drives for you, so I we guess do. it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, we have our minivan, man. It just drives, dude. It's like the greatest thing ever. Oh, my God. I love it, man. The, the auto All assist right. or whatever it is. But let's wrap it up there. Please email us <laughs> theenthuselife at gmail.com. Uh, I would love to know your guys' thoughts on... The earbud in the ear. My argument: it is just like putting in a Bluetooth earpiece. I don't. I don't see the difference. Right. We need some clarification. There's got to be a, a cop somewhere out there listening to this. And no, I won't give you my address so you can come and arrest me. <laughs> um, don't forget, uh, like I said, email centhuslife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk. That's M E R K T U R C. And uh, big thanks again to our our uh, good friends over at GamerGoo, GamerGoo.com. Check it out over there. Use our promo code TEL. That's T-E-L. Save yourself 10% off your order today. You can also check out a free trial over there. And Chris, next week we'll be mm. talking some Slipknot. Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to be talking about some Destiny because I'm, I'm converting my save over to PC. I'm going to mainline PC. The game looks so good on PC. So yeah, I'm going to be playing a little, bit about, a little bit of that. And okay. uh, who knows? Gamescom is happening this week, so I'm sure there'll be some crazy video game announcements we'll be talking about. And, okay. uh, I'm trying to think TV movie-wise if there's anything. Mm, well, we got to wait another week before um, the Dark Crystal comes out. So oh, the following show, I'll probably be talking right. about that a little bit. You know what, actually, I've been watching. Um, I'm hope, hopefully soon going to finish up Neon Genesis Evangelion, okay. which I... Yep pretty good man and then there's a show of last weekend people were going bananas over it's actually it's on uh adult swim on saturday nights on their little anime block and i, I always started watching it on hulu called mm -hmm. demon slayer it's hmm. like a current anime right now that is i think they may be in season two in japan but it's like they're kind of airing the first season here in the u.s okay people went bananas my twitter feed just exploded sunday morning when i woke up of all these people saying like oh my god demon slayer ah. and so i started watching it and it's pretty interesting I don't want to really? spoil too much here, but it's... Man, I got to get back into Adult Swim. I used to love Adult Swim. Yeah. Lots of good shows on there, man. I know. Yep. All right. But, uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you here for tuning in and making us a part of your week. However you're tuning in, whether it's through Podbean, through iTunes, or your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. And with that, we'll catch you next week. Jason. Jason. Listen to your dad's podcast. <laughs>